get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four hour late Over fifth stop, I flush out Red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover This is getting colder And I ain't got time and I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people Look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network
existence How I think blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
All right. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. As you know, this is The Foundation, and we are High Frequency. Appreciate y'all checking out the show. You know, The Foundation, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are looking to correctly apply that correct information here at the foundation. I want to start off, as I always do, by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and, excuse me, ancestors. And I want to say, you know, as I always do, shout out and peace to, you know, Uncle Yusuf L, big brother. Big Brother Yusuf, you know, HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, SPCUniversity.com, you know, that's that's the Big Brother, what you gonna say, what you gonna do, nothing, can't do nothing, get out of here, move around, move around, what's today, today is, uh, what, oh, five steps to uh, start your family business. You know, you're going to see. You're going to see. When you get these current events, at least you'll see that, you know, it's, it's time to do something different. It's Things are coming to a head. But, you know, we're going we gonna to get into that. But, you know, at first and beforehand and foremost, you know, beforehand, I guess, I would like to welcome you <laughs> to check out Welcome To. I'm just playing. Welcome to the foundation.com. <laughs> Sign up for the email list for that. You know, exclusive content, exclusive events, exclusive offers. There's a an exclusive offer happening right now for those of you who are signed up for the email list. I'm not going to say what it is because you're not. If you're not a part of the email list, then you should know anyways. I say it every single show. Sign up for the email list. Sign up for the email list. We got exclusive stuff, and I know people that I've been. Part of the email list for over a year. He barely sends it to the man. We getting, we getting, we taking care of that, you know. And this, this shows it right here. Truth be told, proof is in the pudding. So we have an exclusive email offer happening right now for those who are part of the foundation email list. Check out welcome to the foundation.com right there. You can sign up for the email list. Also, check out the PDF section while you're there. You know, why not? Free learn on, free free information. You know, do your dance as long as you want. Download it all and just emoji. That's what I would do. I would download everything and, and bounce. <laughs> and then I would come back and check out the education tab. You know, we got the Foundation Trust Primer, over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly. All in one spot. I know there's a lot of stuff out here. There's a lot of different documents, a lot of different websites, a lot of different gurus, a lot of different people, a lot of different PDFs, a lot of different books, a lot of different everything. YouTube videos, bit shoots, you name it. Quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I've handpicked them. If you're new to this private trust, private trust contract, 
entity structure. There you go. Foundation Trust Primer. You know, read them. Check them out. Private. You know, understand the difference between public and private. You know, you understand what we're doing here. And then you got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. I would say beginner, intermediate, expert. That's what I would say. Type of structure that we use. You know, case law, Black's Law Dictionary. I mean, get in, get into it. What, what do they say? What do they say? Meat and potatoes. I guess that's what they say. As far as you know, what kind of structure this is, and then you know, moving forward, you want to go beyond the trust series and the foundation trust primer. Of course, you know you can contact us for more information on some of the training programs that we offer, namely the trustee training program. Also, education section of welcome to the foundation.com. We got the passport, no social part one, part two, how to get it, how to use it. Brother Chris L put it together, even edited the videos code, you know? So when you get those, not only is it great information, it's put together wonderfully. That's if you're looking to, you know, obtain, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, a passport without the social. Some people say it doesn't matter. You know, I'm of the of the mind that it does. But hey, to each their own, right? And welcome to the foundation.com. You can. On the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the Twitter page, if you're into the social media outlets, even though they're going down, or they went down, or something went down, or all of them went down, they were unavailable, people were freaking out, relaxation, you can also book a consultation, you can make a donation all at the same spot, well, that's welcome to the foundation.com. You know, memorize it. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, archive listeners, your podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, the live internet listeners, live callers, live listeners. Just peace to all the listeners. You know, the foundation every week we come at you. I also want to say peace to all the trustees and trustee training here at the foundation. We in the private, y'all. As well as all those investing in their private education outside of the foundation, it is what it is. I salute you. You know, get get your learn on. Get your, step your step your game up. Also, want to say peace to everyone we've done business with in the private. Anyone that has sent an email, well wishes, a current event, or comments, or otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to you every time, all the time. May sound like I say the same thing every time. I feel like I do. I've been told that I don't, or I switch it up, or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take a word for it. I, I don't know. I forget. I forgot already. What was I just saying? Five steps to start your family business. It's time to do it. They'll, Look, you you can work 
work at a job for 20 years, right? There's people who've worked jobs for 20 years, 15 years, 25 years, right now, right now. And they're sitting in a situation that may become tenuous and probably already did due to man, man, mandates. I was going to say mandatories. I guess I can say that too. Mandatories, man. Because of mandatories. You've worked there for 25 years. They throw a mandatory over there. Throw them the, the mandatories. And you're like, nah. And they were like, okay, they give you the bootleg. What part of the game is that? So, I mean, if if that's not a sign to start, start your own family business, I don't know what is, but, you know, we're going to get into that. It's five steps. Get it done. Blah, blah. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, Rizzle. You're in, you're in the game. It's like you was there the whole time. Like, what you mean? We've had our family business. It seems like we've had it for, like, you know, five years. And your cousin blow your spot up and be like, no, we've only had it for six months. It's going, to, it's, it's going to hate. It's going to hate. Let's talk about these current events, though. You know what I'm saying? Right? Y'all ready? Financial Post FDA. Let me start with some good news. You know, people be like, oh, all you are is doom and gloom. So, brother, so L. Mr. So L, you just doom and gloom. You just talk about a bunch of negative things. I don't want to hear it's, it's possible it's, it's, it's possible it could be perceived as that way but I just look I'm trying to show y'all what to pay attention to but look we got some 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 good news right FDA sets new goal for lower salt in everyday American food finally right United States Food and Drug Administration today said it's pushing to cut salt levels by an average of 12% in food ranging from packaged meats to cheese, trying to clamp down on a growing epidemic of preventable health issues that has plagued the country. In far-reaching guidelines, the FDA is seeking voluntary short-term lower sodium targets for food manufacturers, chain restaurants, and food service operators, focusing largely on processed and takeout food the agency wants to cut sodium intake to an average of 3,000 milligrams per day compared to 3,400 milligrams over the next two and a half years. That's 400 milligrams. That's, I don't know, is that a lot? That doesn't sound like a lot. But the average intake would still be above dietary guidelines. I guess it is a lot for Americans' recommended limit of 2,300 milligrams per day for everyone over 14 years of age. Yeah, it sounds... Yeah, yeah. The decision is likely to affect the consumer packaged food industry and major players, PepsiCo, Kraft, Heinz, and Campbell Soup. Fast food chains that Americans love, like McDonald's, will also be on the radar. Health experts, however, said the regulator needs to take stronger stance on the matter, quote, the FDA's target represents an important step forward, but lowering sodium intake to 3,000 milligrams per day is not enough. We urge the FDA to follow today's action with additional targets to further lower the amount of sodium in the food supply and help people in America attain 
an appropriate sodium intake, end quote. This was the American Heart Association statement. High salt consumption has been linked to high blood pressure, which is a leading cause of heart attacks and strokes. More than 4 in 10 American adults suffer from high blood pressure, and reducing sodium intake has the potential to prevent hundreds of thousands of premature deaths and illnesses in the coming years. According to the agency, salt is an ubiquitous ingredient in almost every food. The agency focused on 163 categories of processed, packaged, and prepared foods, including different types of cheese, pickles, nuts, sauces, deli meats, crackers, and poultry products. All the things Americans like to eat, even more so during the panorama. Blah, 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 should have been more. Let's move forward. This is good news, right? It's now easier to qualify for public service loan forgiveness. CNBC, hundreds of thousands of student loan borrowers received a surprise gift from the federal government last week when the United States Department of Education announced temporary changes to the public service loan forgiveness program, including broadening the types of loans eligible. The Education Department estimates estimates an additional 550 50,000 borrowers, including teachers, nurses, service members, and others could now qualify for forgiveness due to the changes. As part of the Biden administration's larger effort to forgive some student loans, already the administration has forgiven the debt of more than 450,000, including some disabled borrowers and others who were defrauded by for-profit colleges. To look into that blah 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 okay let's ju- let's jump into it CNN business home heating costs will rise sharply this winter federal government forecasts Americans should expect to shell out more money to heat their homes this year especially if it's a very cold winter compared with last winter households will spend 54% more for propane 43% more for Home heating oil, 30% more for natural gas, and 6% more for electric heating, the U.S. Energy Information Administration said in a new report released today. The Energy Information Administration, or EIA, expects home heating prices to rise across the country for all heating fuels and under a variety of weather, weather contingencies. Forecast reflects a spike in energy costs, especially oil. And natural gas. U.S. oil prices recently closed above $80 a barrel for the first time since 2014. Natural gas, the most common fuel used to heat homes, has surged to prices unseen since 2008. Quote, as we have moved beyond what we expect to be deepest part of the panorama related economic downturn, growth in energy demand has generally outpaced growth in supply. These dynamics are raising energy prices Around the world, the EIA acting administrator, Steve Nally, said in a statement. Dang, I was muted. That's my bad, y'all. Uh, what was I at? In a statement. 
Energy sticker shock is even more extreme overseas, especially in Europe, where natural gas prices have skyrocketed. What was this? CNN Business. What we got? Uh, Reuters.com. U.S. home heating bills expected to surge this winter. U.S. consumers will spend more to heat their homes this winter than last year during the same time due to surging energy prices. United States has so far not seen the same effect, even though prices of fuels from natural gas to heating oil have risen to multi-year highs and will hit household finances as the weather turns colder. This is not a game. This is happening. This is um this is going to be significant this year. A lot of people are gonna have a problem with how much their electricity and gas bills are gonna be this year. CNN business grocery store shelves aren't going back to normal this year. If you hoped grocery stores this fall and winter would look like they did in the before times. The before times. What what is the before times, man? Oh. So the before times are like, you know, before the panorama, before the um, energy crisis, before the, what is it? Absolute ridiculous jumble of issues with the supply chains. Before the panorama, before the shutdowns, is that the before times? I don't know, man, but this is interesting. The before times. I'm going to start over. I'm sorry, because I digressed, and I digressed hard. If you hope the grocery stores this fall and winter would look like they did in the before times, with limitless options stretching out before you in the snack, drink, candy, and frozen food aisles, get ready for some disappointing news Many of the country's biggest food makers are telling grocers that they will have limited quantities of a number of their products, including items such as Rice Krispies treats, (laughs) Sour Patch Kids, some Ben & Jerry's ice cream flavors, McCormick Gourmet Spices, and Marie Callender's Pop Pies because of labor, commodity, and transportation constraints throttling supply chains, according to emails viewed by CNN and interviews with grocers. Some suppliers are also telling grocers to cancel their promotions of these items and more over the holidays so products won't disappear from store shelves as quickly. These latest limits mean that stores won't have all things for all customers heading into the holidays and shoppers may not be able to find some of their favorite products, flavors, or niche items. But shoppers will still have plenty of options, including most of the company's core products, which they are prioritizing over items in less demand, meaning, for instance, that if you're a fan of Ben & Jerry's popular fish food, you shouldn't have a problem, but the company's less-known cold brew caramel latte might be harder to find. Major food and consumer product manufacturers being short of supply on some items, quote, will be a challenge in the grocery industry, end quote, in the final months of the year said Steve Howard, Vice President of Merchandising at Bristol Farms, a grocery chain in California. Suppliers are warning the company of, quote, potential shortages, end quote, of foods, glass jars, and packing containers, as well as packaging material 
and packaging containers. In response, Bristol Farms is working to bring inventory, quote, earlier than any other holiday ever, end quote, Howard said. Purchase limits for manufacturers were rare before the panorama and are creating, quote, lesser than full conditions, end quote. For customers in Morton Williams stores, the Schwartz director of sales at the New York area chain, Morton Williams, is trying to tap secondary suppliers when its primary vendors for food and household essentials can't fulfill orders. Quote, it's not your ideal situation, Swartz said. Some customers have been forgiving when they are unable to find what they're looking for, but others just want to know why they can't get their items. Shortages at grocery stores are nowhere near as visible as they were at the beginning of the panorama when shoppers flock to stores to stockpile food and household staples but supplying grocery store aisles has not fully recovered to pre-panorama levels and companies such as Costco and Sam's Club have recently reinstated purchase limits for customers on paper products and cleaning supplies around 18% of beverages 15% of frozen foods 16% of snacks 15% of candy and 18% of bakery items were out of stock at stores during the week ending October 3rd, according to the latest data from IRI, which tracks in-stock levels at leading U.S. grocery chains, big box stores, pharmacies, and wholesale clubs. Before the panorama, 7% to 10% of products were typically out of stocks on shelves. According to IRI, when supply is tight, manufacturers manufacturers often eliminate some of their fringe items to focus on ramping up production of top-selling products. They also tend to cut products that are more expensive to make. The new norm. They're saying it's a new norm. Some food brands are imposing allocations or purchase caps for certain products on grocery stores and distributors. While other vendors are warning more generally of limited availability, suppliers typically put products on allocation when there are supply shortfalls. I mean, and this isn't going away uh, anytime soon. Not at all. Nope. No. Not going to happen. Because we're not living in before times anymore. This is no longer before times. CNN business, the global supply chain nightmare is about to get worse. Computer chip shortages, epic port congestion, and a serious lack of truck drivers, the world's delicate supply chains are under extreme stress. The supply chain nightmare is jacking up prices for consumers and slowing the global economic recovery. Unfortunately, Moody's analytics warn supply chain disruptions, quote, will get worse before they get better as the global economic recovery continues to gather What is increasingly apparent is how it will be stimulated by supply chain disruptions that are now showing up at every corner, end quote, Moody's wrote in a report released Monday. Indeed, the International Monetary Fund downgraded its 2021 U.S. growth growth forecast on Tuesday by one percentage point, the most for any G7 economy. The International Monetary Fund cited supply chain disruptions and weakening consumption, which itself has been partially driven by supply chain bottlenecks. 
such as a lack of new cars amid a computer chip shortage. Quote, border controls and mobility restrictions, unavailability of a global pass, and <laughs> pent-up demand from being stuck at home have combined for a perfect storm where global production will be hampered, hampered because deliveries are not made in time or on time. Costs and prices will rise and GDP growth worldwide will not be as robust as a result. End quote. Moody's wrote, in the report, Moody said the, quote, weakest link, end quote, may be the shortage of truck drivers, an issue that has contributed to congestion at ports and caused gas stations all the way to the U.K. to run dry. Unfortunately, Moody's warned there are dark clouds ahead because several factors make overcoming the supply constraints particularly challenging. First, the firm pointing to differences in how countries are fighting the panorama with China aiming for zero while the United States is more willing to live with <laughs> uh, live with it. Quote, the, this presents a serious challenge to harmonizing the rules and regulations by which transport workers move in and out of ports and hubs around the world. Oh, so they're saying the differences in uh, regulations with regards to poke pokes. So, you know, one country may be saying you have to have it. Another country says you don't. And, uh, secondly, Moody cited the lack of concerted global effort to ensure the smooth operation of worldwide logistics and transportation networks. Others are much more optimistic on the supply chain outlook. J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO Jamie Dimon, said Monday that these supply chain hiccups will fade quickly. But who knows moving forward? CNN Business Key Inflation Report prices aren't coming back to earth anytime soon. U.S. inflation remains much higher than anyone would like. Consumers, the White House, the Federal Reserve, and September prices stayed high, returning to a 13-year peak after dipping a little in August. Consumer price inflation, one of the key inflation indicators, rose in September, Adjusted for seasonal swings faster than in August, but slower than in previous months, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics reported today. Rising prices for food and shelter contributed more than half of the increase, while prices for new cars, household furnishings, and car insurance also climbed. The index that tracks new car prices rose 8.7% over the 12 months ending in September, which marks the biggest jump since 1980. The increase in shelter costs, which includes rents and rent equivalents for homeowners, is worrying, says economists. Quote, shelter costs rose little last year, but keep marching upward. The government gradually phases in rent increases over time. It's about to become a major source of inflation in the coming months. End quote. America's annual inflation rate is the highest since the summer, which had matched the highest annual inflation rate since, you guessed it, 2008. More expensive food and cheaper plane tickets. Food prices jumped in September far more than August as grocery store prices climbed across the board, but not everything in America got more expensive. Plane tickets, for example, keep getting cheaper. The price index for airline fares dropped 6.4%. In September, after a 9.1% decrease in August, which apparently isn't good for airlines, but I guess if you're moving around, you are moving around. 
Reuters.com, rising German inflation calls for noticeable wage gains. Union chief says it's not just in the United States. It's not just in the UK. It's happening in the United States. Reuters.com, higher inflation squeezing U.S. consumers as food prices and rents accelerate. This is out of Washington. Reuters, U.S. consumer prices increased solidly in September as Americans paid more for food, rent, and a range of other goods, putting pressure on the Biden administration to urgently resolve strained supply chains, which are hampering prices likely to rise further in the months ahead following a recent surge in the costs of energy products. The report from the Labor Department on the test what? Let's test the Federal Reserve chair, but whatever. Look, I think they're trying to say that the raise in the energy products are going to test the Federal Reserve chair, Jerome Powell's repeated assertion. I think that's what he's trying to say. You know, typos abound. That high inflation is transitory. It's not transitory, y'all. Powell and the White House have blamed supply chain bottlenecks for high inflation. Supply chains have been gummed by robust demand as economies emerge from the panorama thanks to more than $10 trillion, man, in global economic stimulus, $10 trillion, man. About half of it is in the, in the United States. The panorama has caused a global shortage of workers needed to produce raw materials and move goods from factories to consumers. President Joe Biden announced today that the Port of Los Angeles would start operating around the clock following the Port of Long Beach's lead to ease congestion. Retailers like Walmart, as well as shipping companies FedEx and UPS, also agreed to move goods 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Wow. Quote, inflation is no longer transitory. This is Sung Won Song, professor of finance and economics at Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles, who went on to say supply chain bottlenecks are getting worse. The logjam is unlikely to ease anytime soon, despite the latest intervention by the White House. Yipers. Yipes. CNBC consumer prices rise more than expected as energy costs surge. Mm. That's all I'll say about that. CNBC prices continue to rise. Here's what's getting the most expensive. Rental cars. 42.9%. Gas. I'm sorry, this is in the past year. 42.1%. Used cars. 24.4%. Hotels. 18%. TVs. 12.7%. Furniture. 11.2%. Meats, poultry, fish, and Eggs, 10.5%. New cars, 8.7%. Appliances, 7.1%. Electricity, 5.2%. Restaurant prices, 4.7%. And rent, 2.9%. What's causing the inflation? Largely attributed to the panorama, ongoing chip shortage, and low inventory, among other factors. Ouch. CNBC, strong wage gains cast doubt that inflation is going away anytime soon. 
Man, remember when the Fed was saying that it's transitory? It's going to be transitory. It's just transitory inflation. It, it, it'll, it'll dissipate after I was. I told y'all. You raise prices. You raise your price. You going to lower your price back down? No, I'm not. I'm just being honest. Financial Post. World at risk of sudden steep sell-offs in stocks. Housing market. International Monetary Fund warns. The IMF says home prices could decline by 14% over the next three years. In a worst-case scenario, in advanced economies, the International Monetary Fund warned of the risk of a sudden and steep decline in global equity prices and home values as the Federal Reserve and other central banks withdraw the support they provided during the panorama. Ultra-easy monetary policy has led to, quote, pockets of market exuberance and rising financial leverage, end quote, that could unwind in disorderly ways and put the economic recovery at risk as credit tightens, the IMF said on Tuesday in its semi-annual financial stability report, quote, shocks could be coming from the central banks themselves because they're tightening more quickly than previously anticipated. We worry that we could see a sell-off of a sizable magnitude given the level of stretched valuations, end quote. This is Tobias Adrian, director of the Monetary and Capital Markets Department at the International Monetary Fund. Complicating the central bank's calculus, he said, is the emergence of inflation pressures unlike anything we've ever seen before. While the International Monetary Fund agrees with the Fed and other central banks that the burst of inflation will likely prove temporary. <laughs> Quote, there's quite a bit of uncertainty around that forecast. Some question marks about how policymakers would respond to financial market meltdown, Adrian said. Yipes. Where we at? Man, I'm trying to get through these current events. Where we at? Who is this? Oh, Yahoo News White House says inventories may be limited at Christmas time due to supply crisis. Remember, I've been telling y'all for over a month, probably a couple months now, over several months now, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Do your holiday shopping as early as possible. You should have been started. Otherwise, good luck to you, though the U.S. economy has reopened. The supply chain crisis persists prompting the White House to announce that certain items may not be available to consumers in the upcoming holiday season. With inflation marching on, recent data suggests the price hikes won't be tempering anytime soon. Told you. Given that large industries ranging from meat to semiconductors are facing transportation issues causing supply squeezes and production bottlenecks. As demand for energy continues to skyrocket due to the post-panorama recovery, U.S. oil prices hit nearly $80 a barrel for the first time in nearly seven years. The Federal Reserve last month projected that the 2021 inflation rate will far exceed its 2% target and float around 4.2%. Ouch! Financial Times, Biden enlists target 
and Walmart to fix bottlenecks threatening holiday sales. President Joe Biden today urged the private sector to help ease supply chain blockages that are threatening to disrupt U.S. holiday season and said the White House plans a nationwide overhaul of the clogged system. Biden said the Port of Los Angeles would join the Port of Long Beach to the country's busiest in expanding round-the-clock operations to unload an estimated 500,000 containers waiting on cargo ships offshore. Walmart, Target, and other big retailers, Home Depot, FedEx, and UPS, would also expand their overnight operations at ports to try to meet delivery needs, Biden said. It is a big first step to revamping supply chains in the United States, the world's biggest consumer market, Biden said, adding the government would be heavily involved. Quote, if federal support is needed, I'll direct all appropriate action. And if the private sector doesn't step up, we're going to call them out and ask them to act. End quote, the president said in remarks at the White House. The broader goal, he said, is to address longstanding weaknesses in the United States supply chain. The stop and start nature of the panorama has snarled global supply chains that are optimized for just-in-time movements of goods. The supply crisis is driven in part by the panorama as sales of durable goods jumped amid worker shortages and transportation hub slowdowns. A shortage of warehouse workers and truck drivers to pick up goods is also partly to blame. There we go. CNBC. Fed says it could begin gradual tapering process by mid-November. Okay. We're going to have a... Yo. They start tapering and raising interest rates. It's going to be a problem for these markets. Mark my word. I'm telling y'all. Federal Reserve officials could begin reducing the extraordinary help they've been providing to the economy by as soon as mid-November, according to the minutes from the Central Bank's September meeting released today. The meeting summary indicated numbers of members feel the Fed has come close to reaching its economic goal and soon could begin normalizing policy by reducing the pace of its monthly asset purchases. In a process known as tapering, the Fed would reduce the $120 billion a month in bond buys slowly. The minutes indicated the central bank probably would start by cutting $10 billion in a month in treasuries and $5 billion a month in mortgage-backed securities. Fed is currently buying at least $80 billion in treasuries and $40 billion in mortgage-backed securities. The target date to end the purchases, should there be no disruptions, would be mid-2022. The minutes noted, quote, participants generally assessed that provided that the economic recovery remained broadly on track, a gradual tapering process that concluded around the middle of next year would likely be appropriate, end quote. Also, quote, participants noted that if a decision to begin tapering purchases occurred at the next meeting, the process of tapering could commence with the monthly purchase calendars beginning in either mid-November or mid-December, end quote, the summary said. The Fed next meets November 2nd and 3rd, starting the tapering process in November is on the aggressive side of market expectations. The minutes said members' estimates quote, were consistent with the gradual tapering of net purchases being completed in July of next year. We'll see. We'll see, player. CNBC stock futures are flat as investors await more earnings 
results and go to the dance. Meanwhile, check this out. Some Colorado river farmers are paid to leave their fields dry. This is the LA Times. Green fields of alfalfa and cotton rolled past as Brad Robinson drove through the desert valley where his family has farmed with water from the Colorado River for three generations. Stopping the truck, he stepped onto a dry brown field where shriveled remnants of alfalfa crunched under his boots. The water has been temporarily shut off on a portion of Robinson's land. In exchange, he's receiving $909 this year for each acre of farmland left dry and unplanted. The water is instead staying in Lake Mead near Las Vegas to help slow the unrelenting decline of the largest reservoir in the country. Robinson and other growers in the Palo Verde Irrigation District are taking part in a new $38 million government program funded by the Federal Bureau of Reclamation, the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, and other water agencies in Arizona and Nevada. The farmers are paid to leave a portion of their lands dry and fallow, and the water saved over the next three years is expected to translate into three feet of additional water in Lake Mead, which has declined to its lowest levels since it was filled in the 1930s following the construction of the Hoover Dam. Crazy, huh? Farmers are getting paid not to plant in Colorado. That's crazy. It's only going down in Colorado. No, it's not. (laughs) Today, biz news, as drought worsens, California farmers are being paid not to grow crops. Crazy, huh? I'll move forward. I'm not going to read that one. Analysis, debt ceiling crisis sharpens scrutiny of U.S. safe haven status. Did y'all know that? Did y'all know the United States was considered a safe haven? United States debt ceiling wrangles and the euro's growing dominance of bond issuance linked to environmental and sustainability goals could start to chip away at Treasury's status as the ultimate reserve asset, putting Europe in a position to boost its share. The $22 trillion market in the United States government bonds is the bedrock of the global financial system with unrivaled depth and liquidity. Viewed as a super safe asset that will never be defaulted on, It underpins the dollar as the world's number one reserve currency, except that a default, be it only short-lived technical one, no longer looks like an impossibility, and that could hurt the safe haven image of treasuries, analysts, and investors say. And finally, Reuters.com, scarce chips may pinch Apple's iPhone holiday sales, and let's see rebound next year. You want an iPhone? Better grizzle it. Better grab it. The global chip shortage could be creeping its way to Apple's newest iPhone 13 smartphones. But analysts think that the technology giant can weather the impact by making up for any lost holiday sales with the strongest showing next year. On Tuesday, Bloomberg reported that Apple is likely to slash production of its iPhone 13 by as many as 10 million units and produce 80 million units of the new iPhone models by the end of this year. Due to chip shortages, several several Wall Street analysts, however, did not change their iPhone sales estimates following the news. Quote, the report does not inspire me to revisit my estimate on iPhone units sold. End quote. This is uh, D.A. Davidson and company analyst Tom Forte said. 
according to Refinitiv, analysts are expecting about 45 million units for the fourth quarter and 79.4 million units in the key holiday quarter. We'll see what happens. I think it's uh it's something to pay attention to. And also, also, you know, the the Ever Evergrande, the Evergrande, that that that's going on still as well. You know, it's something. Hey, pay attention. Pay attention. But that's that's it for current events, y'all. As always, appreciate you checking out the show. I really do. So what is this? We got the five steps to start your family business. You can do it in five steps. It's easy. It's easier than you think. A lot of people will pay, you know, uh, man, what's the name of that company? Why am I drawing a blank? Legal Zoom. That's what I was thinking of. Legal Zoom. $600, to organize their, you know, their company to create their, their, their LLC or their corporation or whatnot, you know? And you, you, you're throwing money, you know, they're, they're a business for a reason, you know, they can, they can have employees and pay employees and, and, and pay stock options and whatever they do, they're, they're able to do that off their customers, customers' money, you know, think about it, and, and also, which I think is the most important thing, is you're missing stuff. They don't give you everything. They'll give you a little, uh, what you call it, a little stamp, a little corporate seal. But there's a very, very important step. And it's a federal step. That legalism doesn't do, we'll get into that. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. It's not one of the five, but, you know, we got a little bonus round. But, you know, a family business is important. You know, you you pass wealth through generations, through a number of assets. You know, there's gold and silver, obviously. There's real estate, obviously. There's diamonds and emeralds and pearls, obviously. There's classic cars, you know. There's life insurance policies and annuities and corporate shares and stuff like that. But wealth is also passed through business, you know whether it's a private business or a public business. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Now, it's what most families are missing. You know, you may be the middle class. If you haven't realized, if you feel like you are middle class or you're trying to get the middle class, there's a war economically going against the middle class. If you can't if you can't see it, you need to open your eyes. But when you understand business ultimately, it's either goods or services. Or you might do both, you know? You might have goods and services. It's like a car dealership. They sell cars. The goods. 
But they also have services. They'll change your oil and fix your tires. Service. Sometimes it's economical to combine goods and services, and sometimes it is not. Some companies are just trade service companies, cleaning companies, for, for example. They come through, they clean your business, they clean your house. It's a service. They have no goods for you. They're not leaving you anything. Nothing. They might leave a broom on accident. But that's it. They're going to probably come back and get that broom. Plain and simple. Bottom line is, you're dealing with goods and services, basically, hands down. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to provide the goods, you have to provide the services. The thing, name of the game is to create a company that provides goods and services by employing or contracting with other people and making those people ultimately dependent on your family business the same way that most people that you know and possibly you even are dependent on your job. You follow what I'm saying? It's a game changer. But it's, how does it start? It starts at the beginning. It starts by starting a business. So let's jump into this. Five, five steps to start your family business. Let's start with number one. Number one, get your mind right. I said it. I said it. What you going to do? You ain't going to do nothing. I said it. Get your mind right. You are separate from the business. The cash, the assets, bank cards, vehicles, regardless. You are separate from the business. You can't think of the business as it being you. You can't even think of the business as being your business. You have to think of this business as being the family business, even if you are the only one from the family that is working or administering the business, handling the books, you know, accounts payable, accounts receivable, whatever. You need to get your mind right. If it's the family business, it's the family business. It may be your personal credit or your blood, sweat, and tears or your sweat equity or your initial uh, funding of the company or loan to the company that gets it off its feet and, you know, maybe sustains it for a certain amount of period. That does not mean that it's yours. does not mean that it's you. does not mean that you can commingle cash or assets and use it for your personal. And, I, you know, I've personally been in situations with people who think like that. Oh, I invested this into the business, and as soon as the business starts making the money, they have a need. They have a need for the money that the business is making. And it's like, fam, if you don't slow down, bro, the business needs to make money. There's a, there's a, there's a payoff, there's a, a return of fund schedule, you know? And this is not the schedule. <clears throat> so, Understanding that, that you need to get your mind right, you know, that you're, you're building a business and, you know, you you need to do a lot. You really do, you know, and it's not something to discourage or or scare you. It's something to prepare you. There's, there's a lot. You, you're going to have to be the CEO. You're going to have to be the marketing department. You're going to have to be the administration department. You're going to have to be the credit department. You're going to maybe have to be the payroll department. For sure, you're going to have to be the accounts payable department. There's going to be bills. There's going to be debts. You know, maybe have to be the, you know, the, the real estate agent. You may have to go out there and find a, uh, an office for the company. You're going to have to occupy a lot of positions. But as the business grows and the business um, generates more and more income, those positions that you occupy can be branched out and 
different individuals and in some instances even whole departments will handle that job that single job they used to handle it's called scaling it's natural if you understand how to do it and when it's necessary but that's a you know that's a conversation for another day another show whatever but get your mind right it's not going to be necessarily easy it's not going to be quick it's not going to be overnight it's not going to be over week it's not going to be over day it's not going to be over month you know it takes time to build a business especially a business that is solid with a solid foundation that has market share in whatever market or segment that it is you know in or looking to enter so you know get your mind right get ready for the long haul Understand that, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a large endeavor to grow a business to profit, profitability, but it's definitely something you can do. And it's just take your time, you know, and don't be lackadaisical. Don't waste time, but don't rush either. You know, the thing, name of the game is not to make yourself anxious unless anxiety is a fuel for you. And I don't know, make yourself anxious then because you'll need that fuel. But, you know, get your mind right. That's number one. Number two, you have um, articles of organization. If if you're dealing with an LLC, it's going to be articles of organization. If you're dealing with a corporation, it's going to be articles of incorporation or something similar. Organization, articles of organization, you're organizing an LLC, or you, you can be incorporating a corporation, a corporate body. I'm more familiar with LLC. So articles of organization, you can find this at your, at your, at your secretary of state. You know, some, 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 uh, some states have business divisions. Most, most jobs, very easy to find, very easy to find. And, you know, typically the filing fee is, I would say on average, it's about 50 bucks on average, $50. The crazy thing is, is that you can file the articles online in, Almost every state that I know of, you know, I'm not going to say every state for sure because I can't guarantee that I haven't, I haven't checked that. But it would, it would not make sense to me that, you know, there would be a state that you couldn't do it. But I'm sure there is, you know, because, you know, every state is different. I'm sure there is one state where you just can't do it online. But, you know, most states you can organize the corporation online. About 50 bucks. Use a debit card or credit card or maybe even, uh, you know, the ACH Automatic clearing house, throw your your routing and checking account number in there. And, you know, you can do it online, 50 bucks or something like that. Then you just print off the articles on your printer. You save it as, save it as a PDF. It's immediate. You create the company immediately when you do it online. Now, if you want to be more private, you want to pay cash, you don't want the, you know, the secretary of state to have your debit card or your credit card or something like that, then you might want to go down in person to the secretary of state or the business divisions, you know, um, it might be difficult because typically that's going to be in the capital city. So you might be hours away from the capital city, you know, it might be impossible for some people like, Hey, I'm, I'm eight hours away from capital city. I ain't driving eight hours just to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying whoopty. I get it. I get it. That's, that's, that's the downside of, you know, in my opinion, making it, making it a private transaction, but you can't do that. They don't ask for ID when you go 
in, in person. You know, you can pay with cash when you go in person. And uh, yeah, like I said, they don't they don't verify identity when you you know organize a LLC or incorporate a corporation at the state level. You know, at least right now, that's for everybody trying to be private. But yeah, articles of organization you can do it online. You know, I say average fifty bucks is the average. Fifty dollars. People paying legal Zoom six hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, seven hundred fifty dollars. Come on, man. Come on now. You you can go get your little. Little corporate seal from from Office Max or Office Office Depot. They do seals. They do corporate seals. Like forty bucks, fifty bucks, fifty buckers. Save your bread. Know what you're doing. Articles of organization. You know, do it online. That's number two. Um, or you know, articles of incorporation. If you're looking to do a corporate entity, a corporation. As I said, articles of organization. That's for a limited liability company. Uh, then uh, federal EIN. Federal EINs are free. I've been seeing on social media and on, you know, the internet lately that people are being charged for employer identification numbers. Man, that's that's absurd. That is that makes me want to slap someone right on the mouth. Like you charging for employer identification numbers? Slap. Straight up. Make them make the lips flap because you're not supposed to be. It's a free, it's free. You can go to irs.gov, irs.gov, right? There's a search engine. If you don't see EIN, type EIN in the search bar. They got it in the little top right hand corner. You can apply for an You can get an EIN online. You can have your business up and running in like half hour, 45 minutes if you got everything ready to go. A lot of times less than that. If you, you know, if you got everything ready to go, I would suggest you hit me up, do a consultation, say, so I'm looking to set up my LLC. I want to get it done all in one day. I want to take like, you know, an hour, 45 minutes less than that and set it up. You can book a consultation. I'll do, I'll help you do it right there, right, right there in the consultation. And you get off the, get off the phone. You'll have your articles of organization. You'll have your federal EIN. And, you know, you'll be, you'll be good. You'll be golden, golden. You'll be golden grams, baby. Um, a lot of people miss this, but there is a federal EIN and then there's a state EIN. Most states, they have their own um, employee identification numbers for, you know, the LLC. So they'll, you know, dual jurisdictions. So you have a federal EIN and a state EIN. Um, I would, um, what, what I do, and the people that I don't do, they let the uh, the accountant handle that. The accountant usually will will obtain the state EIN. If you if you hand them the federal EIN and you give them the proper documentation, the articles of organization and whatnot, and you know. If, if if it's necessary, they'll 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 get it. They can grab it. I'm I'm serious because I, I don't you know I think I did it one time back in the day day. I got a state EIN once. Not really, you know. But blah, blah. I graduated, you know, and contract contract the, the you know what I'm saying the little account you know CPA you do that dance player do that dance. But you know state EIN people fit people miss this. It's something to know. 
And, you know, it's definitely something to inquire when you're dealing with your your accountant, your, your certified public accountant for the entity. And number five, you know, number five, you got to do that bank account dance, yo. The business is not a business. It's not in business until it has a bank account. And you can open a bank account with as little as a $25 deposit. Now, a lot of people get confused. They'll they'll give you some paperwork and they'll say $1,500 on there or, or $1,000. You're like, man, I, I got to have $1,000 or $1,500 in the account. I have to deposit $1,500 and, and people get confused and they won't open their business bank account because they think they have to, to start off with $1,500. I saw $1,500 and no, nah, man, look, what they're doing is they're charging monthly fees. They charge monthly fees for these bank accounts. I'm serious. Especially like, you know, the bigger banks, like the Chases and the Wells Fargo's and the Banks of America's and stuff like that. They're charging fees. How you avoid the fee is have a certain amount. And most businesses, if you have $1,500 or more in the account, on average, they won't charge the fee. But if you don't have $1,500 in the bank account, then they're going to charge the fee. The fee is typically like five bucks, five bucks a month or something, $10 a month or something like that, you know? And, of course, you know, you're just starting your business. So maybe the first month, the second month, the third month, you don't have the 15, the business doesn't have the $1,500 in there. So maybe, you know, the business will pay the fee. Typically, they waive the fee for the first three months, by the way. So they give you that time to get, get you know, blah, blah. But you, still, you, you can open a business checking account with as little as $25. I'm telling you, if I'm lying, hit me up. Call me out, and I will admit, like, man, I said $25. I was wrong. It's actually this. But I, I, I seriously doubt that I'm wrong. Seriously doubt. Because I know you can as little as $25. And that's the five. That's the five. Let's roll through them. First, we got get your mind right. Number one of the five steps to start your family business. Get your mind right. It's, 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 it's not you. You are separate from the business. The cash, the assets, bank cards, vehicles, whatever, bank accounts, debit cards, you are separate from the family business. You are separate. It doesn't matter. If you give me money, I put it in my pocket. You can't come up to me and just start reaching in my pocket. So I'm like, yo, because you owe me money, fam. I, I, I borrowed you money. I, I invested in you. Nah, man, nah. You got to wait till I give it back to you. You can be mad. You can be upset. You can be talking mess among our circle of friends and family because I ain't paid you back. But you can't walk up to me and just reach in my pocket and start grabbing the bread out of my pocket. That's not, that's not going to go down properly. You're not going to like the results of that. You won't enjoy it. And I like, I like people to enjoy themselves. Same with the thing. Even if you invest in the business, even if you put the startup costs for the business, you can't just be walking up to the business and putting your hands in its pocket and taking money out just because you put investments in it. You got to go through the proper channels. You got to understand what you're doing. How does that happen? How do, how do you, how do you um, realistically and substantively get the money back out of the business? Well, I mean, there's a proper way to do that. 
but you know, you got to get your mind right. Number one, you got to get your mind right. Number two, you got to get the Articles of Organization filed or the Articles of Incorporation filed. You can do that online with your Secretary of State, typically. As I said, some spots they have, you can't go to the Secretary of State, you got to go to the Business Division of the State or something like that. But if, you, if you're on the Internet, you're on Google for a second, and you type in, you type in uh, start, start a business in Nevada or whatever state you're in, start business in Colorado, um, you're going to get a bunch of websites and stuff for advertisements. But if you, if you find the, the website for the state and they'll have, they'll have a page or something, a couple pages for starting a business, you, you'll figure it out. You can definitely figure it out. But you can do that online. It's, like I said, on average, it's $50 to file online. And you can print it, off, print, it, you print it off as soon as you file. As soon as the payment goes through, the business is legit. It's 100% legit as far as the, sec- as far as the state is concerned. And you print them articles of organization off, print them off. Number three, you get that federal EIN, that employer identification number. You go to irs.gov and there's a search bar. You type in EIN, hit enter, and it says apply for EIN online. You'll see it. Get the, get the EIN for the federal now. Some In some situations, you know, you want to pay attention that there's a state EIN as well. Number four, but as I said, I I have the, you know, the accountant, the the CPA handle that. But that's that's it. And number five, y'all open the bank account. And as I said, you can you with a deposit as little as twenty five dollars, you can open a business checking account. Once you hit those five steps, you, you know, you got the family business. It's legit. It's up and running. You are now in business. Now, are you doing business? I don't know. We got to talk about goods and services. We got to talk about, you know, what good or service is the business going to offer? Where's the expertise for the service going to come from? Where are the goods coming from? Are they coming from a manufacturer? Are they coming wholly assembled? Is Is there some assembly required? Is there no assembly required? I mean, what is what is the good? Is it processed? You know, are the chemicals required? Are there, are there permits required? You know, you got to figure this stuff out. But as far as it getting the actual structure, the business structure in order, and being a legit business, this is what you, this is what it is right here. And of course, bonus, bonus. You know, let's jump into some bonus. If it's a if it's an um, LLC, you're gonna need an operating agreement. All right, limited liability companies that have operating agreements, and basically that's you know that's the the rules or the law of the company, how the company is going to operate, how it's going to work, so on and so forth. That's operating agreements. Corporations have corporate bylaws that govern the corporation. There's a difference. An LLC will not have bylaws, and a corporation will not have an operating agreement. The LLC has an operating agreement and the corporation has corporate bylaws. So depending on what entity structure you created, whether it be LLC or corporation, will determine whether or not there will be an operating agreement for the entity or a corporate bylaws 
for the entity. And then, you know, y'all, earlier when I was talking about Legal Zoom and how they be burning people up, they'll give you a little seal, but they burn you up. Y'all got to understand the the entity needs to be properly classified on a federal level. 100%. Otherwise, it's considered a disregarded entity. It might as well be a sole prop. It might as well be a sole proprietorship if you don't properly classify the entity on the federal level. It's 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 a sad thing. It's a, it's upsetting for those who who end up in this situation. But you know, it happens. It happens all the time. So, you know, entity classification on the federal level is very very important. I suggest, you know, hit me up. Email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com. This book a consultation. Let's get let's get make sure that you get blah blah, you know. Set your business up so you could be 100% gravy train, you know? Be good. Super good. Or not. Or, you know, you can take what I just said and you can do it yourself. I didn't, leave, I didn't really leave anything out. I really didn't. The only thing I left out was the specificity that would come if I'm speaking to you personally. And we're going through, you know, what you want to do. You got a good, you got a service. You know, with your idea, what state you in, you know, so on and so forth. It, it can only get more and more personal. But overall, you know, no matter what state you're in in the United States, you know, sorry, Canada, UK, I know Australia listens. You got people in South America that listen. I'm sorry. I don't, you know, hey, pfft. hey, we're talking about the United States here. But, you know, every, every, every state in the United States, it's, this is it right here. So, you know, there it is. There it is. Five steps to start your family business, you know. It's it's definitely part of multi-generational wealth, having a family business. You know, even if the family business is a family office. And you may have heard of a family office. And what a family office does is a family office just manages wealth and invests it so that it can grow properly. And proper investments. And a lot of times they'll hire professionals, professional money managers to staff that family office. And that family office gets some sort of registration with the SEC. They can only handle a certain amount of funds. They can't handle more than such and such outside funds. And then, yeah, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can do that. But that's some like really heavy heavy level, high wealth type situation. And, you know, let's just be honest, we're not there. We're not there. We're not there. So we're going to keep it consistent. We're going to keep it, you know, 100, and we're going to be honest. You know, we need to start the business that brings that type of wealth. But check it out. We got about 45 seconds left in the broadcast. You're going to want to dial in. Otherwise, you will be disconnected. The caller number is 563-999-3625. 999-3625 you will be cut off in about I'm going to say about 25 seconds you got about 25 seconds otherwise your connection is going to self-destruct baby so you know I, I, I trust that you were able to you know pick something up from this episode. Oh, and and by the way, 
We need to be realistic with our expectations, all right? You know, this isn't starting your own business. Isn't like ordering something from Amazon. You get it in two days, and it's all you know. It's all good. You, just, you know, pop it out the box and just roll. Man, nah. But it's necessary, and you gotta understand that in a lot of situations, learning as you go, learning on the job, is it's what's necessary. Because we can sit here and make plans, and and go back and forth with ideas for ever, and never do anything. So it's important, you know, I would say most of all to make moves, to do something, to take that step. Even if you feel like you can't or you're not qualified or something, whatever, take the step. Do it. Do your dance. You will be surprised. I guarantee you'll be surprised. I guarantee it. If You, you know, that consistency and dedication, you'll be surprised. Keep your eye on the prize. Stay focused, consistent, and dedicated. You will just surprise the mess out of yourself. Please believe me. So there we go. There it is. Like I said, five steps. Start your family business. Get that generational wealth popping. Multi-generational wealth, you know. Let's, let's change the narrative. Change the conditions so that in a couple generations, they know not what, they, what you were talking about. Sounds crazy then. Sounds like some sort of sci-fi fantasy book you you talking about, but you really just explaining your life. <laughs> or some thriller, some thriller novel. I'm saying? At least that's the goal, you know, for me. With that being said, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I'm not going to hit the phone lines. I'm actually kind of hungry. I'm saying? Just going to be honest. I'm going to get some food. I need to go get some food. kind of hungry. But I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I would definitely appreciate you checking out the show. Make sure you check out uh, Welcome to the Foundation. Go to welcometothefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list. We got to, you know, there's, hey, you're missing out. If you're not in the email list, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's exclusive, exclusive going down right now. It goes until Sunday. So you want to sign up for that email list so you get your hands on that. Also, we got some, some, you know, some announcements. You know, we're working out some kinks. The secretary is making sure everything's good, but got an announcement coming. We'll make sure everything's good before we make the announcement, but, you know, got some things in the wizards. Fizzle. I'm just playing. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all checking out the show. You know? And, you know, just don't listen to this. Just don't take a couple notes or, or be like, oh, that was cool. Nah, use it. Do something with it. You know? Because without action, what is knowledge? What is knowledge without action? Just, it's just knowledge. It's just something you know. you know. I know how to do that. Do it. Oh, man, you know, uh, you know, I got to, oh, you know what I'm saying? I know how to do that. I did that before. Show me. Oh, you know, you you know, I got it all. You know what I'm saying? So, do something. Even if it's, you go to your state website and you figure out how much it costs to organize an LLC. You can write that down. That can be the first step. You know what that's called? That's called due diligence. You're doing your due diligence. 
to get the necessary information that's required for you to make that move and do it in a timely and efficient manner. Even if you just do that, do something with the information that you got from this show. Here on the foundation. I preach like I said, I appreciate y'all. Really love y'all. And I believe in y'all. Y'all can do this. You got this. You know? Just just trust in yourself. Just don't go so hard. Don't go so hard on yourself. Just be easy. You know, be be as forgiving on yourself as you are on other people. You know? Just just relax. And make your move. You got this. You can do this. I'm here to help. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Let's connect. Let's just, you know, tap in. Tap into the foundation. But with that being said, I believe in y'all. You know, let's do it. And let's hear some success stories. I want to hear all the success stories. But with that being said, y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. My name is So L, Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L. And it has been my pleasure to kick it with y'all here on the foundation. Five steps to start your family business. Go out and do your dance. So y'all have a great week. Make sure that you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. And I will catch you next week on the same network, the hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. Once again, my name is So L. And you have just checked out another episode of The Foundation. Y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. And I'll catch you next week, as I said. Peace to the gods. High Frequency Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.